0: All right, guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Book Zero with Kevin. Um, today, let's uh, start a new book. This has been a long time coming. This is probably one of my favorite books of last year, 2021. Um, is called The Principle for the Changing World Order by Ray Dalio. Uh, let's just do a little bit of an introduction, right? If you haven't heard of Ray Dalio, um, he used to run... I think he still runs, uh currently, probably not actively, a uh hedge fund name is called Bridgewater, uh the biggest hedge fund out there. And then um he he's he, he's very good at um categorizing and then um finding patterns and principles, kinda of like Howard Marks in a sense. We just touched on his latest memo last time. Um he, Ray is very, very good at seeing a pattern, right? So if you want to see the giant like a huge five hundred year pattern of how how an empire go from uh getting started to up to uh uh up to peaking to decline this is a book for you right so I'm really excited to kind of tease out this entire series right and then uh, let me let me just kind of do like a little bit of a um introduction for the series, right? So there's going to be probably uh, five, six, seven episodes on this. And um, what we're gonna do is we're going to go through a high level um, representation of the rise, the peaking, and the decline. And then we'll kind of have to like dive into a little bit of the details. In terms of what it, what exactly matter that like what exactly the pattern is we've seen for the last couple of days for sorry for the last couple of decades right so um so on a larger scale right this book uh, essentially breaks down how nations get started and how nations go up and how nations decline and then like we started out pretty much from the like the netherlands right like, like a few hundred years ago to how they got a trans- the trans- uh, transition of power in UK and then from the UK to uh, uh, World War II, post-war to US and now maybe to China, right? So this entire uh, cycle is really, really interesting to like, look at because market behaves in a cycle, right? And then um, nation up and down, it uh, behaves in cycle as well. And there's a lot of economic uh, perspective in here as well so let me just kind of touch on the next three episodes what are we going to talk about right we're, we're going to talk about the rise the top and then the decline now the title of this podcast is called the eight determinants of wealth and power we're, we're going to touch on that and we're going to use these eight determinants to map how this entire trend line of going from the bottom to the top and to the bottom again right? So the number one is education. Number two is competitiveness. Number three is innovation and technology. Number four is economic output. Number five is the share of world trade, probably like a percentage. Number six is military strengths. Number seven is financial center strengths. Number eight is reserve currency status. And that's it. So we're going to kind of entirely map these out. As a um quote unquote series, and kind of we can outline essentially what are we talking about for the rise and the fall. So let's touch a little bit on the rise today, and we're gonna dive into that more next time. So, what exactly is the brief characteristic of the rise, right? So the rise is a prosperous period of building that comes after the new water, it is when a country is fundamentally strong because they are relatively low levels of indebtedness; They have no debt. Right? Secondly, and then they have uh, relatively small wealth and values and political gaps between people. Right? So people are equal, essentially. There's not that much income disparity. And then number three, people are working effectively together to produce prosperity. Um, and then there's good education and there's good uh, infrastructure. And then there's strong, capable of leadership. And then the peaceful world order that is guided by one dominant world power. So essentially, this is just a budding country, a nation that have everything going for them, right? Like all the people in that country are working together. That's the rising phase, okay? Now, the top is a period that's going to be characterized by... The excesses in the form of high levels of indebtedness. So there's higher debt now, large wealth value, uh, values and political gaps. So there's a lot of uh, inequality. There's a lot of differences. Um, number three, declining education and infrastructure. Number four, conflicts between classes of people within the country. <laughs> number five, struggles between countries and overextended empire are challenged by uh, emergency rivals which leads to the decline, right? So the top is usually there's a lot of uh debt and then there's not that much prosperity and then there is well let me rephrase that there like there could still be prosperity but it's like, like the like the magnitude of prosperity is kinda of going down. Um and there's not not that much. But the thing I want to highlight here is inequality and then class warfare is at peak right here. So people feel like there has been a large either pay gap or gender gap or inequality gap. And that was the beginning of the end for an empire in terms of their world power. Now, the decline is very simple. This is a very painful period, right? So on one hand, you are fighting and you are restructuring. And then it kind of like you need to reform, but the thing is, is there's a lot of conflict. Right? People don't trust, don't trust each other, and there's a lot of battling going on, and there are great changes, and then there are establishment of new internal and external orders. So it really sets the stage for the next new order to come up because of the fact that the empire has fallen, right? So. I just want to give you guys a sense of what are we going to be diving into. And uh, again, let me do a little bit of refresh. The A determinant, this uh, these A will be like the guiding star for us in, in this uh, series. The A determinant of wealth and power. And we're going to go through each example, which is phase, and go through each of these examples. Okay, The first one is education. Secondly is competitiveness. Number three is innovation and technology. Number four is economic output. Number five is share of world world trade. Number six is military strength. Number seven is financial center strength. Number eight is reserve currency status. So in a nutshell, one can reasonably predict that when when a uh, nation is at a top, their currency is almost always the reserve currency. And once that nation is going downhill, that is not a reserve currency anymore. we we'll have a tendency to be not a reserve currency anymore. Okay, cool. So I'm really excited to break this down with you guys. Like I said, guys, this is a very important episode. We set up the entire series. Remember those eight determinants. We're going to go over them over and over again in this series. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you like the podcast, share with your friends, uh, subscribe, and then uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye.